Hello and welcome to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, here with a special guest co-host today. My brother, my business partner, Ecom Legends Academy coach and six-figure founder coach, Carlos. And in today's episode, we are talking about a free sales channel that you need to be on. We are talking about all things Facebook and Instagram shops, which by the way, is not the same as having a business page or running traditional Facebook ads. We're going to be breaking down what they are, why you should care, the features and benefits to your business, some helpful setup tips, and Carlos is going to be sharing some of the most recent updates. But first, real quick, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us reach new listeners and it helps you never miss an episode. So with that, thank you so much. We are so glad you're here. And just before we hop in, here's a quick word from this episode's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Gelato, the world's largest print-on-demand network. Gelato enables individuals ranging from e-commerce entrepreneurs to artists and creatives to establish their own global business. What makes Gelato truly unique is their focus on local production. The item being delivered is produced in the country that the order is placed almost 90% of the time, leading to numerous benefits for you, including lower costs, faster delivery times, and reduced carbon emissions. The focus on technology to bring together over 130 production facilities across 32 countries truly sets them apart. Not only that, they currently have the highest customer satisfaction score in the POD industry on Trustpilot. To check them out for yourself, go to sixfigurefounder.com backslash gelato and use the discount code PODPLAYBOOK, all caps, to get 60% off your first order when placed within 72 hours. That's the number sixfigurefounder.com backslash G-E-L-A-T-O. You can also find the link and discount code in the podcast show notes or in the video description on YouTube. Hello, hello everybody, Adrian here, and I am so excited because for the first time ever, my brother Carlos, who just happens to be one of the coaches for Ecom Legends Academy, our beginner coaching program for t-shirt and apparel brands, and one of the coaches for Six Figure Founder, our more advanced coaching program for t-shirt and apparel brands. I am so excited to introduce him to bring you a bunch of wisdom and nuggets and gold. And I am just super, super fired up to have you here, bro. I'm How's super going, excited man? as well, man. Super excited. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's kick it off. Dude, dude, I, okay, let's, I, I've got a couple things and then we're going to jump right in. I just want to, so one thing that I love to do is shout out Apple reviews because our listeners are literally the lifeblood of this podcast and we are just so grateful for you all. And so I want to shout out one of our listeners today. Um, this is actually from May 17th and this one is from Baba Witch. That is Definitely one of the coolest wow. names of them all. Uh, yes. We've had so many cool names. I don't know if you know this, Carlos, but like people just have really cool names when they submit reviews. I don't actually even know how it works. Like if they can put any name or-, or I don't know what. why, but I love just like Baba. Like I, I that that word is just like, yeah, since Forrest Gump, Baba. I, yeah. <laughs> it just has a flow to it, man. It's a yeah. smooth Baba Witch. Love it. So Baba Witch 
says very informative and easy to listen to. I wish there were more than one a week. I listen to this during my evening walks, maybe interview some other like-minded people for more content. Love that idea. And both hosts are very knowledgeable and positive influences. Thank you so much, Baba Witch. We really appreciate you being a listener. We appreciate everyone listening. And the next thing I want to mention is that Carlos kind of flies under the radar. So he's like this kind of ghost in the machine. You don't hear much about him from Carrie and I, but he is like foundational. He is pretty much a fly on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, you are foundational to both Equal Legends Academy and you've even done trainings in T-Shirt Legends Academy, which which is our beginner course. You actually did an entire module on Facebook and Instagram shops, 13 videos on how to set it up um, and all things Facebook and Instagram shops in T-Shirt Legends Academy, but also with yeah. six-figure founder, Carlos does so much. He does our podcast editing. He does master classes. He recently did an SEO masterclass, which was fire, if I do say so myself. Awesome job, bro. Yeah, thank you. And I just am really excited to have you here, man. Like really, really pumped. Um, yeah, man, I, I, this whole, this whole podcast, it's, it's so, it's so cool seeing it from, from the other side, you know, like I'm sure like for you and Carrie, you're, you're kind of seeing it, you're kind of in it. Right. And for me, it's, it's awesome seeing everything, like seeing the reviews and seeing like all the love that everybody's throwing in this way. Like, I mean, we we're trying to like really seriously add value to everybody for, for their shops and gain everything set up. And no, for mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram shops, we've already seen like some amazing results from some of our students. And um, yeah, it's, it's cool. so cool to be like finally be able to, to be talking about this. Yes. No, I, I 100% agree. I think this is overdue and I'm fired up. The last thing I wanted to say just before we jump right into the content and start getting into the nitty gritty is that by the time this episode is launched, Carlos, our six figure founder two-day workshop is going to be happening in just within like a week I of know, this scary launch. <laughs> so dude I'm, uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm shaking no yeah. no we've done it once it was super fun it was a private event it was just for the closed communities of econ legends academy and uh shirt school with carrie and it was so much fun we've got such a good crowd in there um but I am just really fired up because we are opening up to the public for the first time ever. And just so everyone knows, this is a free two-day live event workshop called Grow Your Brand. And this workshop is a bit more of an advanced kind of coaching for t-shirt apparel brand owners who have already launched their website and who are starting to market their products. And the goal of the Six Figure Founder program, which this is kind of based on, is helping 500 impact-driven clothing apparel brand owners hit six figures or more in their first 12 months. So if, yes, so if that is something you are interested in, head over to Six Figure Founder, the number sixfigurefounder.com slash grow, or click the link in the show notes to sign up. Uh, it's going to be a live event. Carlos is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Carrie's going to be there. It is going to be awesome. So I'm really excited to meet a bunch of you guys live in person uh, over the internet, of course, virtually. Uh, dude, that, I just that... wanted to drop that one more time because, dude, it's happening, man. Dude, lo- the last one was electric. It was crazy. Oh, it like was. just so many crazy, like inspirational stories, everything yeah. come from people and like, man, yeah. 
if you yeah. can make it make this make this workshop because it's going to be incredible it's going to be so much fun i cannot wait so hopefully i see a whole bunch of you you guys there with that let's transition into the main event into really the whole topic of this particular episode which is increasing your sales with facebook and instagram shops so we kind of want to break this down into a couple different sections and carlson and i are going to kind of go back and forth leading sections and we'll just kind of like jump in wherever and uh if we think of anything else but really what we're going to do is we're going to start by talking about what is facebook and instagram shops because i think there's like a decent amount of confusion around it and i totally understand why like if i was brand new and i'm like okay there's facebook ads there's facebook business page there's facebook shops it, it's like what like are, are those all the same thing are those like how how are they different it can get so, confusing so fast yeah, yeah yeah so we're gonna talk about what they are why you should care and we've got some really really fun stats to share with you guys uh benefits of using facebook and instagram ads for your business and then we're going to talk about some of the features some setup tips and then some recent updates because carlos knows more than any of us that updates are happening all the time he's the one that oh, kind man. of manages our shops for our clothing brand and they are changing a lot usually for the better like i actually feel like it's already come a long way and we've been giving facebook and instagram a lot of uh feedback directly they have reached out to us and we've been kind of have that line of communication so it's been really cool to kind of give them feedback and then to see more user-friendly or seller-friendly features coming out um, so Carl's going to share some of the updates. Some of them are actually really good. Um, so stick around for that. But Carl's, why don't you just start by sharing kind of with all the listeners, what the heck are Facebook and Instagram shops? Yeah. So, um, first of all, it's different than your Facebook business page or your Instagram account. Um, it kind of, it's kind of like something that like embeds into the app and, and, um, and it's, it's like having your shop by store in the app. Um, and the way, the way I want to kind of, I guess the, the best way of thinking about it is think about a shopping mall in, in social media. So you have Facebook and Instagram and it's, you've got like a whole shopping mall in there, all these stores mm. and every store is connected to a, a Facebook business page or an Instagram account. And you can go onto the Facebook business page or the Instagram account and you can walk right into the store. That's, mm. that's, that's the best way of thinking about it because, and you never have to leave the app. Like mm. it's, it's incredible. It, it's, it's truly Seamless. is like, this is, this is the, this is the face of social commerce. It, mm. Like whenever you hear about social commerce, this is what they're talking about. It's buying things on social media, in social media, in the app without ever having to leave the app. Seamless experience. And yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, it's a, it's a much quicker experience too, because they don't have to click out to a website and go through the whole process of finding the product, adding it to the cart and going through the, going through the whole checkout process. Actually after Facebook or Instagram shops, after the, after meta, I'm just, I'm going to say meta is like the <laughs> catch all for Facebook, Instagram shops, sure, because sure. really it's just one shop and mm. it's just showing up in the Facebook app and in the Instagram app. Mm. And it, it only yeah. really shows up on mobile. So think of yeah. this as like uh, something in the mobile app. It's in the mobile app experience. So if you go on desktop, you're not going to see it. But mm -hmm. if you go on mobile, you'll see it. And yeah. Um, and yeah, like 
when you go through the checkout on there, uh, you're going to have like a seamless experience. It's still going to be that whole like you're in the app of Instagram or Facebook and you're kind of shopping while you're in the app and you're still talking to people, chatting with friends. Mm. Um, it's just like going to the mall, right? Okay. It's just, it's yeah. the new way of it's doing cool. it, right? And no. And I mean, they, they also store your information just like Amazon so that the next time you purchase, it's, it's super, super fast. You yeah. only put your information in once, right? Yeah. So um, it, it's just, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And it's, it's an incredible way to get exposure too. Um, yeah. A lot of people do research for brands on Facebook and Instagram now. And yeah. it's also very, you know, there's a lot of big brands that still haven't actually transitioned over. So you're actually not competing against as many people as you're competing on the World Wide Web. That's one thing I really like. Uh, man, dude, yeah. there's so many things I like about this. First yeah. of all, I feel like it's a somewhat of a solution to the iOS 14 update. So just to really briefly, Apple came out with an iOS 14 update a while back, and it really affected the optimization of Facebook and Instagram ads, well, of most ads platforms. And essentially it gave, uh, users on Apple devices, the option to opt out of tracking. And so what mm -hmm. happens is when people go into an app like Facebook and Instagram, Facebook and Instagram can track everything they're doing in the app. But as soon as they click a link that takes, let's say you're a t-shirt apparel brand and you have a link in your bio that goes to your website. As soon as they click that link and they're directed to your website, Facebook and Instagram loses a lot of the visibility. And by losing a lot of visibility, they don't get as much data. And without as much data, they can't optimize as well. And generally without optimizing as well, it results, it can result in uh, poor, poorer performance. So less performance of your ads. But what I love about shops, so you can do, you can just set up a shop for free, which is awesome, or you can run ads to your shop. And what I like about shops is it's all in app, like Carlos mentioned. So the entire customer journey is tracked by Facebook and Instagram, giving them all that data, them which products they clicked on, which they added to cart, which they purchased. And then they can use that data to optimize better and improve your ads performance. So I really like that. If I had to sum up shops in one line i really like this description i actually like how you mentioned it is a mall carlos that's an awesome metaphor if if i had to sum it up in one line i really like this description a shop is an online storefront where people can browse explore and purchase your products directly on facebook or instagram so not only is it great for sellers but it's also great for the buyer because it creates a very seamless experience and that is something that a lot of people like people a lot of people, they're on Instagram or Facebook to be on Instagram and Facebook. Not a lot of times they're not, they don't have the intention of going to a website and, and going off the app, off platform. So if you can, you know, if you can keep them on app and make it a totally seamless experience where they didn't even have to leave Facebook or Instagram, that's like really smooth. I really like that about these. And so there are just so many benefits here. Um, but why don't we kind of shift gears? I think hopefully that gives everyone a good idea of what Facebook and Instagram shops are. So let's move on to some of the statistics. Like why should you care about Facebook and Instagram shops? And I just want to kind of drop some fun facts on you guys 
um, that'll hopefully inspire, if you haven't already, will hopefully inspire you to take action and set this up for your brand. Because guys, it's free. It's free. It's another sales channel. It's more exposure for you and your brand. You might as well use it. Um, all right. So let's drop, let's, let's talk statistics. So, you know, I love statistics, but Facebook and Instagram were both in the top 10 most downloaded apps in 2022. That's huge. Like that guys, that is two of the top 10 and you're going to have a presence on both of these with your shop. Instagram alone has around 2 billion monthly active users and Facebook has almost 3 billion monthly active users. So combined across both platforms, you've got close to 5 billion active users. Now there are a lot that go on both, but there are also a lot of people that only go on one or the other. Uh, personally, I don't go on Facebook that much. I, I do for coaching, but I rarely go personally. I spend way more time on Instagram. Um, maybe that's just me. But really, uh, these two kind of, you know, bring together a very broad range of people. What I think also found... like, um, I think you also have to kind of think about the demographic too. Yeah. Uh, so like, <clears throat> they definitely, they bring a very different demographic. Mm -hmm. And it, it's crazy because when you look at the stats, it's, it's something like, I, I think, so, um, Instagram, I guess, is the is a app of choice for uh, Gen Z. So it's like the favorite platform for Gen Z, right? Or, and or old, I would say older Gen Zs because you got TikTok as well. So it's kind of yeah. like of the two, but of the two between Instagram and Facebook, for sure, Instagram has a bit of a lower. Well, it's it's like sixteen to twenty four year olds. Yeah, and it's above TikTok for yeah. the favorite platform. Yeah, which, which that that's surprising. That, that actually um, is pretty impressive. And then for, for females, so for women, 25 to 34, it's their favorite. Yeah. Right. For males, yeah. 25 to 34, it's actually Facebook. And then really? for, um, for the older millennials. So like 35 to 44, it's mm. Facebook as well. Mm. So the older millennials, Facebook, the Gen Zers, Instagram, and then there's a mishmash in the like the younger millennial group where the women are more toward Instagram and the men are more toward Facebook. And so it's like they're they're the top platforms for a huge demographic. Right. And so, I mean, it, it's it's incredible. Like you have access to both. And yeah. I think that the, the way of looking at like Facebook, Instagram shops, is like it's not one or the other. It's you have both, you have access to like two of the biggest platforms, social yeah. media platforms in the world. And a lot of people, a lot of different people go on Instagram and a lot of different people go on Facebook. So these yeah. aren't all overlapping users, which is important um, to remember as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, another, another fun fact, nearly half of people, and this is according to an Instagram trends research study, they say nearly half of people say they use Instagram to shop weekly. That's crazy. So wow. I'm, my guess would be that those are Instagram users, you know, in this, that they, that they studied in this, in this research, but dude, that's crazy. Like Instagram, it has become such a social shopping platform. Like if you're not on there and people aren't looking at your products on there, they're looking at other products on there. That's why everyone should have a presence on Instagram. That's crazy. That's actually comparable. Yeah. That's comparable to Amazon. 
you know, like you, you think about it and it's like, yeah, you know, I could, I could shop weekly on Amazon, you know, like get something yeah. from Amazon because Amazon just has so much. Right. And a lot of the, a lot of the major uh, stores, they don't, they don't hold as much variety anymore. Right. As they used to. Right. Right. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's crazy when you think about that. Yeah. Another here, here's another fun one for you. Businesses who leverage product tagging see 37% more sales on average than businesses that do not tag products in their feed posts. And I completely believe this. Like we have actually had so many free organic sales from tagging our products in shops. Not only that, we've received algorithmic favor, and we know a lot of other people that have received algorithmic favor. What that means, essentially, in short, is what it sounds like. It's when the algorithm kind of gives you favoritism, and Instagram tends to do this for new features. So it might be because it was a new feature. It, you know, they like to promote early adoption of their new features, and there's less people using them. So you kind of get a benefit just from there. You get a lag out. There's less competition. But what we were finding is even when we were tagging our products to non-product posts to like a content post we would tag a relevant product to that content post and many times we would get 10x the engagement in the forms of likes and comments and that was consistent like consistent and it does seem like maybe it's starting to go down a little bit and that's probably because a lot of people are doing it now (laughs) and a lot more people are adopting instagram shops but a lot of people still haven't like this is still a huge opportunity that i'm just shocks me whenever i meet a brand that's been around for a while that's not on it because i'm like guys this is free this is exposure instagram is trying to promote this feature give the algorithm what it wants and you can receive some favor like we did it's funny i i feel like um i i feel like you know TikTok has has been getting a lot of the spotlight Mm. Um, for the last few years. <clears throat> and I think that that's kind of taken away from the spotlight of Facebook and Instagram shops and what what is actually like the magnitude of what's actually coming with Facebook yeah. and Instagram shops. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah, like it's it's crazy. So many more people um, in the last few years have been talking about TikTok and they haven't they haven't really been talking about Facebook, Instagram shops. Yeah. And and it's it's crazy. The sales we've seen on Facebook, Instagram shops. Yeah. And so I mean, Both like paid and free, right? Yeah. Both paid ads and free. Um, it's be, and- it's be, it's become kind of like part of our like our core curriculum now, you know, like yeah. to to get people onto Facebook and Instagram shops because it it's just so beneficial, especially if you yeah. if you do uh, have a social media page like Facebook business page and Instagram account, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it's very yeah. much part of our marketing strategy yeah. as well. Like we've been. We've been running ads to shops for a long time now. Um, and we we're making sales from it organically and we're making a lot of sales from the ads and other people can see this level of success as well. Um, and you can start organic if you want um, and then you can test ads if you want, it's totally up to you. But at the least get shops set up, the free, just get shops set up, it costs nothing. And it's just another, it's just more exposure for your brand. But it's funny because you mentioned TikTok and Instagram and how kind of TikTok has stolen the spotlight. And I totally agree it has, even though it's been quite controversial and there's been a lot of controversy. There's been the controversy of TikTok 
And then there's a controversy of Instagram hiring like lobbying groups or lawyers to throw shade on TikTok and kind of set a narrative. The whole thing, like, I don't want to get into it, but I've listened to a lot of kind of the reports and it's wild, man. It's just like yeah. savage mode. They're just going yeah. savage on each other. But, and, and, you know, a lot of people say Instagram and Facebook feel threatened by TikTok and maybe they do because I think they TikTok, should be, they should I, be yeah, threatened course, by TikTok. Of course. I think you know? TikTok was the number one, or maybe is currently the number one app being downloaded. I'm pretty sure more people are downloading TikTok than Facebook and Instagram right now. Um, yeah. But I think TikTok was actually the number one app of 2022 downloaded and Instagram was a couple behind that. And then Facebook was probably like the eighth or they were both in the top 10, but Usually you hear about Instagram stealing kind of features from TikTok because of TikTok success. You know, you think of Reels. Reels is literally yeah. just a ripoff of TikTok. But what a lot of people haven't talked about is shops came out a while ago. What was that last year, maybe? Um, or the year before, like not too long ago. It's and TikTok, years ago. Yeah. TikTok <laughs> is just rolling out shops now. Like TikTok has a, like now TikTok is copying this feature from Facebook and Instagram, and it's very similar. You can you can feature your products on there and people can buy them all within the app. So usually we hear about Instagram stealing features from TikTok, and now we're kind of seeing a reversal. Uh, TikTok shops was rolled out in other countries, I believe, like a while back. But oh, as yeah. far as I know, it was like quite a bit after Facebook and Instagram rolled out shops. And they recently are just starting to roll it out to the US, like to US sellers. And so it's just kind of like a battle of features, man. It's so funny. Eventually, both apps are going to be exactly the same. But oh, I'm, not... I'm actually really excited about uh, TikTok shops and yeah. like it, it, like kind of maturing in the U.S. Because it's nice to have competition. You know, you don't want one yeah. platform, you know, owning your audience or yeah. you know, like one plat only one platform that you can kind of like go off of. So yeah, it, it's it's great that there's competition because it's going to like help. I mean, look at look at what they've done with the seller's fee. They were going to put a 5% seller's fee in, like, I think it was going to be end of this month or something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And now they've waived it altogether indefinitely. There's no seller's fee anymore. Uh, that is or so awesome. Facebook I was so happy shops. when I heard it, that news. It was going to be 5% seller's fee. Yeah. And so like, I, I think that they're, I think they're threatened by TikTok definitely. And, yeah. and now that TikTok's rolled out in the US, I mean, uh, the US was the first TikTok place shops. that yeah. Facebook, Instagram shops has rolled out too. Yeah. <clears throat> And there, no, there's still favoritism to the U.S. for Facebook, Instagram shops. Yeah. By the way, so, um, but yeah, uh, it's I mean, good it's, to see. You're right. It's great. Like, competition is good for us as sellers. It gives us more places to, uh, you know, it extends our reach. It gives us more platforms to post our products. Uh, it makes the, you know, the the apps, the platforms have to continue to innovate and be better. And in the rare but possible chance that you get one of your accounts um, deleted, what, what would you call it? Like if you get like banned, if you get banned, and this does happen sadly, it does happen, um, not a lot, but it, it, it has been known to happen to sellers where either their Instagram or their TikTok accounts get banned. But if you got one banned, at least you didn't put all your eggs in that basket. You know what I mean? So I'm done with that tangent. Um, I wanna share one more fun fact on, on actually social commerce in general as a whole. And by social commerce, I'm essentially referring to a seamless 
in-app experience. So people being able to buy through something like a social media platform like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. So according to Oberlo, according to recent, recent research, the social commerce market size is expected to hit $1.3 trillion in 2023, exceeding the $1 trillion mark for the very first time. This is a 30.8% increase from the previous year when social commerce sales worldwide amounted to $958 billion, which is still a ton, by the way. Carlos, your thoughts? I, I think that you have to think of social commerce as a disruptive form of, of like experience, of, mar yeah. of like buying and selling experience, mm -hmm. totally different, yeah. mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's a new way and if you don't jump on it, then you're, you're probably going to be left behind. You'll, you'll probably eventually jump on it because it'll be so big that you just can't afford not to. Mm. But um, I, we've seen it already. We've seen it in the sales. It's in the numbers. Yep. Just test it and you'll see that like we've seen our sales increase like crazy from Facebook, Instagram shops. Yep. And obviously people are adopting. Obviously yeah. people are, are cool with buying in app and they're enjoying it. I mean, one thing that's yeah. nice is if you think about it, all these buyers um, going on social commerce, they're not just getting a seamless experience and like kind of like a cool different experience, like something unique. They're also getting like that same, um, I, I think that same trust factor that they get with buying off of Amazon. Mm, you know that if, if you buy off Amazon and, and the seller gives you something like that breaks right away, you can go to Amazon and, and get a refund or, right. or get them to reship a new product to you you know like you know that there's like there's a minimum bar that they have to meet right and yeah and you know that if they don't meet that minimum bar amazon will step in for you right and yeah. that's exactly what they're they're doing they're they're stepping in as well like if you look at the seller's policies they've got seller protections mm. and they, they've also got merchant protections which is nice i mean it, wait but just to clarify you said seller protections and then merchant protections. Oh, sorry, sorry. i mean buyer, buyer protections? protections okay yeah yeah, protections. That's right. yeah. I, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah just clarify um, yeah buyer protections and then they've got merchant protections mm -hmm. so um it's 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 pretty nice like it, it kind of like standardized everything like it i think it's it's kind of like you know when you go into a new website that you don't know a brand that you've never heard of and mm. you, you you're thinking about buying on them you're kind of thinking okay well you know like what happens if they never send it to me or what happens if it's you know the wrong size or if it's like what happens if it's if it's a faulty product or like a fake or something like that and, mm -hmm. and, you know, you don't know, like, you know, they, they could say all, all the, they could say that they've got seller or they've got buyer protections and everything there, but you, can you trust them? Like they're, they're right. a small little brand and you, they, they could be a scam, right? Yeah. They could be just fishing for your information. Whereas mm -hmm. like a meta or, or Facebook, they, they're just, they're just fishing for your money and yeah. then they just yeah. don't send any product. A lot of those exist sadly. Yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah, a meta or Facebook, um, Instagram. Meta is a huge company. So mm -hmm. at least if they did do that, yeah. then there'd be a lot of trouble and, and there'd be a lot of lawsuits because right. it's actually worth it to sue them. It's not yeah. really worth it a lot of time to sue a little company because right. like they might be offshore. They might be some little right. company, like, like one person brand in somewhere in Asia. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really good point. I really like that you mentioned that, that, you know, these platforms, they have more trust developed. Like these are yeah. users on their platform, people that have 
put in their information to become a user. And with even though, yes, Meta does get bad press, just like TikTok gets bad press, yeah. there's some trust issues. And, and well, stuff. I don't think people like trust the, the privacy thing, but um, <laughs> they obviously do trust that that they can process um, financial transactions because mm -hmm. they've they've been doing a lot with Facebook buying. Instagram shops. So, yeah, um, it's yeah. it's a very used uh, platform or it's a, it's a very used feature. It's yeah. a very, like a lot of people are using this feature to make purchases. And personally, I would feel more comfortable if if I went on a website that I didn't really that I'd never seen before that I didn't know anything about and I didn't see a lot of social proof. I didn't see, you know, testimonials or user generated content, uh, you know, I, I might be a little con like shaky. They would need to kind of earn my trust in order for me to be comfortable making that sale. And I think that's with a lot of customers, that's how they feel. But I would I would be comfortable making a purchase in Facebook or Instagram mm. because I think I would think that if I made that purchase and had a bad experience, I could reach out and Facebook and Instagram would probably, you know, respond. Yeah. Um, I could let them know that it was a poor experience or something like that. And and as far as I knew, no, like they are pretty protective of the customer experience. Like they want yep. it to be a good customer experience or no one's going to use it. And that's the whole point. Case in point, like if, if someone asks for a refund mm -hmm. or, or wants to return an item, you mm -hmm. have to respond to them within two, two, um, two days, right? Yeah. If you don't respond to them within two days, they can actually open up a case with Facebook and they can get a full refund and keep the item. Wow. So Facebook is pretty like pretty on the ball. Customer centric. But I mean, you should be responding to customers within two days anyway. <laughs> this is something that like, I mean, this is just basic like customer service, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, if, if they're requesting a refund or return, I mean, the, the problem, problem is when people are requesting a refund or return, there's some anxiety there. They, they're like, right. oh, well, you know, what's going to happen? Like, where, you know, um, is there going to be some reason why I can't return this item or I can't get a refund? And so there's a little bit of anxiety. You want to like release that anxiety like right away. And so you want, right. you don't even want to wait two days. You want to respond as quick as possible to them to like to ease their concerns mm -hmm. and to improve their experience because they might they might purchase again, right? And yeah. they might purchase a much bigger purchase again uh, next time because they trust you and they know yeah. that it's they they know they have less um, less at stake. There's just less risk. Right. right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're kind of pushing you to do what you should be doing already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. I'm really glad, glad you brought that up about the trust. So next, why don't we talk about the benefits to businesses? So if you have an online clothing brand, if you have an online t-shirt apparel brand, we recommend having your business on Shopify. That's a platform that we've always used and we recommend that is an owned platform where you get to keep all that data. But I love to think of something like Facebook and Instagram shops as, or shop, meta shop, whatever you want to yeah. call it, as a complementary sales channel. This is kind of like, you know, Etsy is a marketplace. They're all rented. Those are all rented platforms where you don't, you don't own a lot of the data, a lot of the information, but um, you can extend your reach there and it can be very beneficial for your business, introducing your brand to people and getting them to become raving fans and loyal customers. So let's let's kind of transition to the benefits for your business as an online t-shirt apparel brand by using Facebook, Instagram shop. Uh, all right, so let's talk about the first benefit. The first benefit is that it helps you reach new customers 
increase your reach and drive more sales. Because really, as a brand, that's essentially the final desired outcome of being on social media is to drive more sales. You want to grow your following. You want to you know, build up a community of raving fans and you want them to become customers. You want to, you want to use that. You want to leverage that for sales. So that is the first one. Next, it creates a more seamless customer experience, allowing Facebook or Instagram users to shop, add items to cart and check out all without ever leaving the app, without ever leaving the platform, which we already talked about. So I'm not going to go any further into that. Um, I personally think shops is one of the best free sales channels within the last few years, in my opinion. Maybe some people disagree with me, but in our experience, and in my opinion, I absolutely think it's one of the best free sales channels that has come out. And I'm always confused why more people aren't talking about it or leveraging it for their business, more importantly. That's really like, guys, please, Leverage this for your business. It's free <laughs> and there's a lot of benefits to you if you do. I feel like if you have a Facebook page or an Instagram account, yeah, it, sh it should be like a no brainer, you know, like yes. it's like, because you know, like why not let them shop right on your page, Yeah, you know, like, and buy things right there. Uh, you're not, you're, there's no seller's fee now. There's really yeah. not a lot of reasons not to do it, but I mean, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I mean, we can go in there, there's other things too that you can go into you can say oh well you know like and this is this is a hesitation that we had we're like wow you know like we can't actually um fully control the customer experience we can't put mm -hmm. all these automations these cross sales upsells everything yeah. and what's funny is after like ten thousand dollars of testing in back 30 to back, days it, yeah within a 30-day time period we found that the average order value was higher the return on ad spend was significantly higher and the cost per acquisition was significantly lower. And so on every All account- positive things yeah. for someone running ads. And just to clarify what Carlos said there, we, we ran a test where we spent $10,000 in 30 days and we tested letting Facebook decide if they should send customers or if they should run our ads or sorry, no, if they should send customers to either our website to complete their purchase or to our shop to complete their purchase. Is that correct, Carlos? Cause yeah, you set yeah. up that, all that yeah. testing. Okay. And that's the data that came out of it. We found that when we gave people, we gave Facebook the ability to choose where they sent people based on the information they had on the data they had, they were essentially predicting where they thought the person was more likely to convert. And what we found is that the shop conversions outperformed the website conversions. Is that correct? Did I explain that right, Carlos? Yeah, and it was, it was like a bombshell, you know, like, Dude. like we're, we're thinking, yeah. we're thinking like, okay, you know, at least our average or like we thought, okay, well, maybe they might beat it because you know, there's some algorithmic favor there, yeah. right? They yeah. might be driving us more higher quality customers or um, the cost per acquisition makes sense because they would yeah. probably, maybe the CPMs might be dropped a little bit for for these custom for the people going to uh, going through this this ad set right mm -hmm. um but then the thing that really surprised us was the average order value we thought okay we yeah. have all these upsells cross sells like so many all, all, like these, all these ways that people can add more things to their order yeah shipping yes. thresholds all this stuff and we thought okay you know 
we've got to get we've got to get higher average order value on yeah. the on the website only ones than the website and the shops because we don't have all this stuff on on the on the shops. Yeah. But even that, it blew it out of the water. Like yeah. our average order value is way higher still with website and shops. It's so, so yeah, that was so shocking. Um, we were, to be honest, I believe we were a little bit reluctant when they first released shops because we were, they, yeah. they held back a lot of the customer data, which is important because we want that customer data. We, we want to own that customer data. When someone goes and makes a purchase on your Shopify store, you get their name, their email address. Many times you get their phone number and you can remarket to them. And a lot of money is made in the repeat sales. So I do want, I do, I do want to like talk about the owning the data that, um, sure. sorry, the owning the data, um, kind of argument, right? Sure. I do hear this a lot where, you know, people will say, oh, you know, um, and, and they'll marketers will rant about it. They're like, oh, you know, but you don't own the data, you know, like meta does, but you know, like that's not actually true. I, and I want to make this clear. It's not actually true. The whole idea of owning customer's data is way overblown. Okay. Mm. Technically you're just borrowing it. You know, like with GDPR and similar laws coming out, like privacy mm. laws coming out, yeah. it's really clear how the governments around the world stand on this uh, topic. Mm. You don't own the data. The customer owns their own data. You're borrowing mm. the data. That's a and really even at that, even at that, like yeah. um, a lot of people were like, well, you know, I could, I could use the data and it's like, well, okay, but the data is only as good. The data is only as good as the value you can get out of it. Mm. All that behavioral data and stuff like that. Um, you're getting data already from people going to your website. I hope you're driving traffic other ways too, but right. you only, you don't need a huge sample size to figure out that people are dropping off on your best sellers page because there's no best sellers in there, or, or maybe they're dropping off on a certain collection because they don't like what's there. They, they don't mm -hmm. like the designs. Mm -hmm. It's pretty, it, you don't need a ton of data for that. You don't need all the Facebook yeah. data and all your website data to figure that out. Um, very good point. Like the, 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 the most important things are the emails and the SMS. Yeah. And if you go in this, in your settings, after you set up your Facebook, Instagram shops and you, you select to um, opt um, opted in for the email um, marketing as like the default, mm. then you like what we saw, we actually did a AB test on this. And what we saw is that we saw similar opt out rates and you still get, you still get the data. You still, yeah. as long as you connect up um, the, the emails from Facebook to go to your, to your uh, Shopify store, then you're still getting that. Um, you're still collecting the emails at checkout. The only so thing you're not collecting is the lead capture. So like uh, pop-ups, you know, if you're doing a pop-up right. and you're giving them a deal, a discount, if they give their email, you don't have that on shops. Right. right. So that's, a, that's, I'm really glad you brought up that distinction and you are so much better at this than I am. And that is why I am so happy to have you on this call. It's just like a pet peeve, the whole like owning the data thing. Like yeah, no. that, that's something I feel like it's an excuse marketers make, you know, like <laughs> for not, not changing with the times, you know, like there's right. so many, it, yeah. Just yeah, I mean, and, and at the end of the day, like if you're going to get a whole bunch more sales from being on those rented platforms, then it's well worth it. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't get email addresses, you, at least you can have a presence on there and you can make well, sales Well, you're going to get the email addresses. The thing you're not going to get is the um, is the behavioral data, stuff like oh, that. No. Yeah, I'm like, just talking that's, about other platforms where oh, you don't okay, get yeah, email other, addresses. Yeah. Like, 
I know yeah. for a long time, Amazon wouldn't allow you to remarket to your customers. Okay. And there was all these like third party apps where they were like, oh, we'll, we'll get, we'll get their email addresses yeah. for yeah, you okay. and you can mark them as kind of shady. Oh, and I think it might've yeah. been against Amazon's terms. I don't know. I don't know Amazon that well. I just remember there was like, you know, some stuff around yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I know, I think for a while Etsy was saying they didn't want people remarketing. Now I, I feel like these platforms are becoming more seller centric in the sense yeah. that they're kind of like giving sellers a little bit more control over some of the information and allowing them to remarket to the customers. I think and because they, there's more options should. coming out. It's because yeah. like Facebook, Instagram shops, TikTok shops, yeah. these other options are coming out. So they have to now yeah. compete. Yeah. And yeah. And if customers are buying from you, they clearly like what you're selling. So yeah. if they if they're if they're giving an option, given an option to opt into your email marketing, I absolutely I, I love that. Like that's yeah. what I you know, that's I, I want all the platforms to do that. Give people the option and maybe secretly before they were like, oh, we want everyone to make their purchases on our platform. So we don't want them to remarket and then they go straight to the websites to buy stuff. We want them to come to Etsy or Amazon to make their purchase. I don't know, yeah. but I, know, I, like, I, there's I think an argument gonna, to be made there. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon that yeah. uh, the, the email opt-ins uh, through checkout on Facebook and Instagram shots because they want to... You know, it, it's that whole like double-sided platform, double-sided marketplace uh, dilemma, right? Yeah. If you don't have the customers, then you don't have the merchants. If you don't have the merchants, right. you don't have the customers. So they gotta keep yeah. both happy, right? And yeah. at this point in time, they're they're out for growth, right? Yeah. And so they're they're trying to grow as quick as possible. So they want all the merchants on their platform, and I mean um, now that well, I, we we can talk about it later about the news, but now pretty much you you have to use the uh, it's Facebook, Instagram shops checkout. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We will get to that. Yeah. But yeah. let's, uh, let's keep rolling through the benefits. I'm, 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 I, I like, I like your thoughts. I like what you said about owning the data. You're totally right. Like we, we're just leveraging information that we're provided, like most importantly, email and phone numbers to be able to market to people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I hear my niece in the background there. Yeah, she's she's, uh, she's, she's having uh, a little. I think she's having a little temper right tantrum. My cute um, little niece. That's okay. It, she's it, she's in is, the. This well, is real life. This is real life, man. This is real life. She's close to the terrible twos, and oh, I, I hear yeah. sometimes it starts early. You know, like at like one and a half or something like that. And I feel like it kind of did. But yeah. I mean, but yeah. yeah oh, she's such a cutie, man. I, I can't, yeah. I can't wait to see her soon. But anyhow, getting you're, back. You should steal the limelight from both of us, I think. Yeah, yeah. Getting back. Yeah, exactly. It'd, it'd be a distraction. Getting back to the, the benefits. So let's keep talking about the benefits here. So um, I, I want to mention that we have made, and I've mentioned this before, but I just want to reiterate that we have not only made a lot of sales from paid Instagram ads to shops. So running ads to our shops on Instagram, but we've also made a lot of sales organically. And I like, yeah, that's, that's that good sit. to bring up because let that sit. We, we, we just tagged our products and people purchase them through the app and we pay nothing. And what that does is that brings our overall marketing costs down because if we paid $15 to acquire one customer with ads, and we paid $0 to acquire another customer that average is out to $7.50. So it's bringing our marketing costs down, which who doesn't like that? That is just such a, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's every marketer's dream, right? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and I mean, they've, they've got, um, it's, it's crazy. Like they, Facebook actually has, uh, Facebook, Instagram, well, meta, they've actually got incentives too to get people to shop in your shop. Sometimes they'll actually provide discounts to customers to get them to shop. Ah, right. So I mean like, and you, you won't ever know unless mm -hmm. you actually go through commerce manager and like, look at the transaction, see all the niggery details because Facebook pays you out the difference. Right. And so they, They've got like all these other incentives to get people to shop more on Facebook, Instagram shops, on, on shops that are in their app. Right. So, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because it costs nothing when they give people a discount on our shop, uh, to purchase, it costs us nothing. Like yeah. Facebook doesn't take that away from us. And that's, I thought that was so cool when I saw that they were doing that. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. They're yeah. doing promos for us and we're not paying for them. Yeah. So yeah, no, that was, that was another cool thing. I'm glad you brought I mean, that. they're, I don't think they're always going to be doing this. I think oh, they're yeah, doing this right not. now because yeah. they're still trying to build up the platform. They're still trying to get more, you know, like I said, right. That whole balancing act between like make the merchants happy and then keep the customers happy. It's like, yeah, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to get more customers to buy so that the merchants start seeing those results. And I mean, there's right. also the algorithmic favor that you're talking about too, yep. right? So, um, yep. especially with exposure, right? Like yeah. the exposure is is huge. I mean, yeah. you were talking about earlier um, with tagging products. Yeah. And and how it's like, okay, you know, you might get 100, 100 views or something like that for a product without a tag. And then with the tag, yeah. all of a sudden it go, jumps up to like a thousand, right? Yeah. Like, it's, like consistently yeah. we were getting 10x the engagement when we tag when we tag products to post whether it's a product post or a content post Dude, they're they're pulling out crazy. they're pulling out all the stops on this yeah. and i mean like you can either join now and 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 you know ride that wave up or or you yeah. can like wait until it settles out but once it settles out you know these kinds of incentives i, I think these are going to go away once it settles out yeah and, and there's, it's just going to be a lot more, there's going to be a lot more people on there. There's going to be a lot more people. All the big brands will be on there eventually. Yeah, a lot of uh, big it's, brands it's still going to be there. a while, I think, for the big brands to all yeah. kind of get settled in there. Yeah. Um, but I think that they'll get on, um, uh, they'll, they'll have to get on at some point once they, yeah. yeah. One, one thing that I like about it, um, well, I mean, I don't know if I like this about it, but it's, it gives us as t-shirt apparel brand sellers an advantage is that there's still quite a few restrictions of what you can run ads to or what you can sell on your shops. And so, for example, digital products, correct me if I'm wrong, you still cannot sell digital products no. on shops. However, you can run Facebook ads to digital products. And maybe you're competing with other, maybe your clothing brand, when you're running ads, maybe there's some overlap with the audience that you're targeting. If you're doing broad targeting and then you're targeting in, and then someone else is selling a digital product and they're doing broad targeting, there might be some overlap and that makes the cost of ads more expensive for both of you guys. But yeah. without having that overlap, without having them having their products on the platform, there's less sellers on the platform. Yeah, there, there's one example of products that they don't allow, but it the, the less people there are on the shop's platform, the more exposure in theory you can get.
That's why we. That's why when we did that test, we expected that this that the CPMs would be less. We expected yeah. that the costs per acquisition would be less because yeah, we're not competing with as many people. Like there's a, you know, there's all the big brands with the huge budgets that they're just no, they don't care. They're just gonna throw money at it at it and they're they're okay with lower than break even. Right. They just want the exposure. All these big brands, you're not really competing with them on your shops right. because a lot of them just they don't have the systems in place yet to to deal with it. Um, like they've they've got a lot of things that they've got to like move around to to make it work. Big smaller brands are a lot more nimble, a lot more fast, yeah. and it's a lot easier to adapt as a smaller yeah. brand than a, a big brand. So yeah, yeah. Not to mention the big brands. Like I, I think you kind of touched on this, but they usually pour a lot more into ads than the small brands, yeah. which makes yeah. it more expensive for everybody. Yeah, because it's an auction system, and so if more sellers are running ads, or if sellers are spending a whole bunch of money on ads, which a lot of the big companies do, they just pour money into Facebook and Instagram ads, then that does bring the costs up for us smaller businesses. Yeah. Um, and like and you said, like there, there's, that. there's other products that 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 are restricted on on here, but you can run mm -hmm. ads on, on the greater ad space to like website only. You just can't right. run it to shops. And right. so like, yeah, you're you've got less competition because all the people that sell digital products can't can't run ads against yours. Yeah. In the, in the shops. So, yeah, I mean, makes sense. And I, that's why I, we're, we're seeing good results. <laughs> you know, yeah. Really good results. And so, I feel like you can still benefit the from the first movers advantage. We're all about the first movers advantage. There are, are huge gains you can make. I mean, you think about some of the biggest e-commerce brands. Now they were built off the back of Instagram. Like you think of the pure Vitas of the yeah. world. You think the blenders, eyewears of the world. There's so many kind of Insta brands that, they've done an awesome job. Like these are absolutely incredible brands, but, and they're super successful, but mm -hmm. a lot of their strategy, a big part of their strategy is they were early adopters of Instagram ads. I'm pretty sure Pure Vita was actually used as a case study for Instagram ads when they like first came out. And, you know, those innovative brands, the, 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 they get that first movers advantage and that can really skyrocket your brand. Um, and yeah. so shops without the big companies being on there, there's still kind of an opportunity there to get that first mover's advantage. I still think it's pretty early on. Like, yes, probably every day there's a lot more brands opening up shops in just, Facebook and Instagram. And just to clarify too, on, on you did mention this, but I, I want to like make it really clear, like this because it's huge, the advantages that you have. Mm. when you're getting data from shops versus mm. data from your website. Facebook can still get some data from your website. Um, you can set it up so that you, you so that Facebook is integrated into your website, so it's getting some data from it. But it's not going to get the level, like the rich depth of level of data that it's going to get from its own platform because mm. it has everything. Yes. So one thing that, one thing that you're going to see when you start running, when you open your shops and you start running website and shop ads is that they're going to be highly optimized in terms of their targeting and everything mm. for the shops when they mm -hmm. when they're when they're getting people to uh, convert in shops they know their they know everything like they're they're tracking their their behavior everything a lot of stuff that they can't really get from like a pixel fire right right, right. and so like the pixel fire it's like it's so primitive it's it's like someone sending sos signals right <laughs> But the data they're they're getting is like this. This is like, like thick data. Like 
everything. Like, they, what do you they call it? Track... Like first party data? Yeah, I guess I, I, I guess it's just be it. the, the natural, like, like it's like data. It's, it's like they're plugged right into the the, the customer yes. customer's whole experience, Journey. right? Yeah. They're seeing yeah. everything from like uh, the millisecond. Whereas right. the data they're getting from uh yeah, from your from your Shopify store is gonna be like SOS signals, right? Right. If oh, they even get you know, it a at buy, all. a pixel fire for a buy, a pixel fire for add to cart. Like right. that stuff's great. Uh, but I mean they they've like what we've seen is they've been doing a lot better since we've had our shops and been running right. ads to our shops and website um they they don't have just wet, uh, just shops ads but i would mm. love to test those out they they did right. have it for a little bit as like a, yeah. a beta i think yeah and maybe they'll they'll go back to doing those in the future um but but they do have website and shops and it, it sends them to shops and website, depending on what the AI system thinks they'll best convert in. Right. And right. they're getting a lot of data. And we, we actually went off the, off of like Facebook analytics and everything for a long time after mm -hmm. iOS 14. And we're like, like we manager. can't actually trust any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. Now we're actually using that data mm -hmm. again, because it's mm -hmm. actually so good. It's, so it's actually better. really it's good data. Improved. It's way yeah. better. Yeah. And so we're still looking at analytics just, but um, like Google Analytics data, but but yeah, that data like you know we could we could go 100% off that data right now and would still be like doing some great great work in the return on ad spend everything like that. Like we could still manage yeah. it 100% without any Google Analytics now because yeah, for, it's just so much better. Yeah, for a while we were spending a lot of time in Google Analytics trying yeah. to get more accurate data after iOS 14. What? And I agree, yeah. like it's become I, I definitely not perfect, like and maybe not as good as before iOS 14, but I think we can both agree that it's come a long way. All right, let's let's move on. So we've talked about a lot of the benefits. And I just wanna I just wanna kind of give one last disclaimer before we jump into the features. Kind of kind of a disclaimer, because we in our experience, we can say that we've noticed that the um that our ads are better optimized. We've seen improved conversions and we've seen improved ad performance. And we believe that it's due to better tracking and optimization through shops, through Facebook and Instagram shops. This is our own experience and it's the experience of a lot of other people as well. But we're not guaranteeing that if you set up shops and just run, throw any product up that it's going to make sales. It, like, it, it has to be like going back to what I just said, like it has to be something someone actually wants. And you know what? There might be cases, there might be cases where people don't see the results that we saw. We thought we ran a pretty big case study of our own, $10,000 in 30 days. And the data showed us that our conversions improved and our ads performance improved when we ran ads to shops but it might not be the same for everybody. So if you run shops ads and you're having better, um, you're having better results on your website. Awesome. Cool. Do more on your website. Like not everything works for everybody. And that's, that's such a hard thing when teaching sales and marketing tactics, it's like, do what works for you. Whatever's, whatever's making you sales, do more of that. And it might be different than other people. Um, so I just want to kind of like share that disclaimer. We're not, we can't guarantee that you're also going to see improved conversions, ad performance. We can only speak from our experience. So why don't we, why don't we transition over to features now? And, um, Carl, so I'm going to kind of hand this over to you. 
Um, we can, I think we should kind of like browse through this pretty quick because this is actually getting quite long. <laughs> I don't want this, I don't want this to be like a two or three hour podcast because I don't expect anyone to listen to a podcast for that long. So can we just quickly go through some of kind of the features of, uh, shops? I'm just go through like the main ones Yeah, <clears throat> because like a lot great. of, a lot of the, a lot of the features of shops, it's similar to your website. You've yes. got collections, you've got products. You've yeah. got you got product tags, um, things like that. Uh, the yeah. the big features here are that you can actually now, once you have your Facebook Instagram shop set up, you can now tag your products in your posts. Yes. So now your posts are a lot more interactive than they were before. Mm -hmm. They're they're not just like a static picture and then someone's like, oh cool, you know, like they they don't know if there's that product for sale or anything like that. But now there's like a tag thing and it's like, oh yeah, you can buy this product. It's like, oh great, wow. you know, so. Now you can make it a lot more interactive and without, you know, you make it a lot easier for the customer to actually buy. Um, can, I, then, can I say one thing about that? Yeah. One thing I really like about that feature is it lets people know that you have products to sell. Yes. Because I think a lot of times you see content and someone's wearing a really cool shirt or they're wearing something really cool. And you're like, oh my God, that's so awesome. Where did you get that? And they aren't even selling that. They just happen to be wearing it for the content. Yeah. And other times people will see your content and they'll like it. They might engage with it, but they won't even know that you're a clothing brand, like that you have physical products to sell, that they can get this shirt that is, you know, in their niche, like something that let's say you're in the hiking niche and you see some cool hiking content and they're wearing a cool hiking shirt. You let them, it lets you know that that is available for them. Well, it's, it's more natural too, right? Yes. Like it's if less you think disruptive. About it, yeah, exactly. So like, if you think about it, you can, you can post a product, just the product image. Mm -hmm. And you can say five nine nine, whatever twenty four nine nine. Five ninety nine. I mean, you, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but you can you can post the product image and you know make it like a like an ad, right? Yeah. Or or you can have like something cool, like someone doing yeah. something or or speaking or whatever, like a something real... more lifestyle ish. Yeah. And then it just has a little tag there, so that someone's like, oh, I'm that that's a really cool sweater. And they click on the tag and they can actually see what it costs and everything like that. It's yeah. a lot more like under the radar, but it's, yeah. it's still like, it lets them know that, it, you know, it's something that they can actually buy and get, yeah. and this is where to get it. Right. But it's not something in their face, like just annoying, you know, it's not, it's like not as aggressive. I feel like sometimes exactly. when, you know, when people just are always posting their products, like, you know, you go on those, some Instagram pages for clothing brands and, um, I see this with a lot of the smaller brands is they just post mock-ups like all the time. That's all they ever post. And they wonder why they never get any followers or engagement and stuff. I'm like that, that to me is almost like the equivalent to walking into a store and that like pesky salesperson being like, Hey, how are you? Did you know we have a sale today? What can I help you find? Look at these shirts over here. Look at those pants over there. And you're like, go away. I'm just, I just want to look, I, yeah. I, I feel like that's what I like about this feature is it's, you can kind of window shop. You know it's, what I it's mean? It's more like it's, it's more less, like the typical less, shopping experience. It's, it's not, less in your less face. Pressure. And I'm not saying like I, yeah. call to actions are very important. I, I I am all for call to actions. A lot of times that can really help your conversions. But sometimes you look at these stores and it's just like a, a picture of a mock-up, and then you look at the ad copy and it's like buy now. You know, go to our website yeah. and buy now, or like yeah. get it now. And you know, there's there's no like I don't know. It's like it's cold. It's like aggressive. It's just it's yeah it's just yeah <laughs> so that's one of the that's one of the, actually that's one of the biggest features um like that that it has that's kind of different than say your shopify store right mm -hmm. um then also with that 
another feature we've we've kind of beaten this one to death is the ads right yes. you can now run ads to like send people to the to your shops within mm -hmm. so like they never leave the platform they're mm -hmm. they like click on the ad and they never leave the platform have to wait for a website to load or anything like that it's mm -hmm. also by the way it's also going to be fully mobile optimized speed optimized everything yes. it's going to come up like right away like Love facebook it. is is going to make it a really good experience and really fast and so it's, it's going to be just like just like they're just clicking to another page yeah and um, can i just mention one thing about that real quick yeah. we have noticed with some of our students that they do not seem to have the option to let facebook decide between um so the feature that we were talking about that we've had a lot of success with is where we let meta make the decision as to whether we whether they send the shopper to our website to complete their purchase or to our shop to complete their purchase and we've noticed that for some reason some of our students do not yet have that ability in ads manager they but haven't maybe that's changed in, in, in the past yeah like yeah so i think in june i think mm. they rolled it out um they rolled out us wide oh good so okay i think i think Finally. now that's fixed okay but, good um, yeah like all the way up till may i was hearing about students that didn't have that feature. It's yeah. it's what it is. It's like um, when you're going through Ads Manager and you're selecting where the conversion location is, mm. you you select website only, or mm -hmm. there's an option of website and shops. Mm. And it used to be like for the, for like the beta, they were just kind of testing it with um, sellers before mm. um, on beta. So a lot of sellers didn't have that access to that one feature to choose mm. the conversion location to be website and shops, which just means that AI will decide whether it goes to uh, whether that click when someone clicks on the ad, whether they goes sends them directly to your website or whether it sends them to your shops. Mm. Um, and they didn't have that feature before, but I think now, from what I understand, a lot of the a lot of the students now opening up new shops, they're seeing that feature like mm. really quick. And so yeah. um, I, I think that in June they probably and I, I think that I think Meta maybe announced something that it's 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 rolled out now. Good. I'm glad yeah. that you're on top of that and you know that because yeah. it, it was like months that that was dragging on. Yeah. Like you've had it that was a long time. So long. Yeah. And yeah. it was just so, uh, you know, frustrating for our students. And, you know, um, it, I, I, I was frustrated that they weren't rolling out to everyone. I'm like, what's taking so long? People are having success with this feature. Let them have it. Let them have access to it. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, any other any other features that you want to mention, Carlos? Um, yeah. So okay, <clears throat> there is something that I, I do want to mention. That so I did mention that um, that the the checkout. So the Facebook, Instagram shops checkout. So it used to be that you could actually you could actually choose whether you get Facebook, Instagram shops, and when they go into your shop, if they clicked on a a, a product to buy, then it would mm. take them to your website. Mm -hmm. It used to be that you had that option, mm. right? And, but since June 5th, so like um, a little few days ago, oh, well, as of this recording, it'll be a, a little bit longer, but yeah. um, since June 5th, you no longer have that option. If you're setting up your web, your Facebook, Instagram shops um, in the US, you're not gonna have that option. So you're, you're gonna get the um, checkout through Facebook, Instagram shops. Um, that's, that's a huge update. Like yeah, that is so a everybody's gonna get that deal. now, but, but with that though for the people that do have it already like they've they've got it set up with um with it sending to their website when they when they click on buy a product 
then they're they can hold on to it for a little bit i think because meta um like at least for the us for the us shops mm. um so for the us shops i think it's april 24th 2024 that they're going to stop servicing those shops altogether interesting i would say like there's not it's not really a point in holding on to that one yeah. there's so many benefits with using the facebook and scrum shops checkout yeah. yes. and getting all that data and the full experience and everything and, and giving so the customer a better experience and, yeah and giving the customer a better experience I, I think that it's not worth it to hold on to that but i know that uh, some of the bigger brands will probably hold on to it because some of the bigger brands have onboarded but they haven't onboarded with the checkout because that's something sure. a little bit different for them slow to adopt but um <clears throat> still like there's still a lot of big brands that haven't just just to be clear right. um but yeah so it's it's not going to be um it's no longer being like your facebook and instagram shops will no longer be accessible after april 24th 2024 if mm. you still have that set up that way right. and you haven't right. set up enabled the facebook and instagram shops checkout and there's yeah. no reason not to that they're not yeah. charging you the five percent sellers fee anymore right so i mean yeah. and and it is a better experience you know, you're gonna get better data into into Facebook so that if you do want to run ads and scale, then you've got the data there. Right. Um, that that's that's a that's a big one. Uh, August 10th, I think all of the all the other shops outside just the US based will have to be uh, checkout enabled. Um, 2023. 2023. Okay, that's in August. Huh. Then uh, so that that's a, that's a that's a huge one because it used mm. to be that there's like there's two different tiers of like how you could have Facebook Instagram out. shops. It's like yeah. you can have Facebook Instagram shops without the checkout enabled. So like people would have to click through to your website to buy because they they couldn't um, check out on Facebook Instagram shops. You complete that, the purchase, correct? Like the they purchase, still yeah. shop on they your can shop. Still shop. You can see your products tagged yeah. and. And whatnot, but, there's, but there's as soon also, as they want to complete the purchase. There's also other things too. Like there's more, there's more details and stuff with the, like you get your reviews and everything, like your stars mm -hmm. reviews and all that other stuff. There's a lot more rich data um, when right. you have your um, checkout enabled because they have all this data and they pull it in. Right. Right. And so like they they did make it a lot nicer um, if, if you have the checkout enabled. So it did look a little bit different. Um, I'm actually glad you brought that up about the stars, because I think a lot of people don't know this, but like you actually get reviews like Facebook yes. and Instagram tries to get reviews from customers who purchase through shops. And this is amazing. They've been pretty good proof. at it, too. They're so, good at it. They're like yeah. Etsy, like they're they're just way better than most websites are at collecting reviews from customers. Yeah. And these are a lot of these. These are unbiased reviews. You can't like like they're these one are star, third party star, whatever it reviews, is you, know, <laughs> you can't change these yeah and these yeah. views these reviews can really affect your business in a good way or a bad way but yeah. if you're giving a good customer experience like you should be then you should be collecting good reviews and that's going to help build trust it's going to be great social proof and it's going to it's going to in most cases improve your conversions yeah 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 any um, final features that you want to mention um Okay, so uh, I, I I don't know if I if you've ever mentioned this, but the returns feature was is is bunk like um, <laughs> before with with Shopify. If you're on Shopify and you're trying to return, there's this whole issue of like you couldn't uh, deduct the sh shipping fee because Meta makes you if if you accept a return from a customer, then Meta says that you have to provide the return shipping label. Mm. So you're buying the return shipping label, 
and they said it's okay to deduct it from the uh, from the refund um, if if you're refunding them. Mm. But then Shopify didn't make it possible before, but now they have. Like as of I think yeah. it was around May, I saw that um, I, I noticed that it was it was possible to actually deduct the shipping fees uh, mm. from the refund. So now it's possible to. You still can't deduct things like you know restocking fees or some of these special mm -hmm. fees that you might want to deduct to um, disincentivize uh, returns and, right. and refunds. But that's huge because I think that that's fair. I think that I think that you should be able to deduct um, shipping fees, especially if it's totally. if it's not your fault. If it's just change, they have a change of heart or something totally. like that. You know. Yeah. So um, yeah, and and that, that's that's yeah. That, that, that was a big one for us because we're like, oh man, it's, it's just so annoying that we couldn't mm -hmm. deduct, even though it's in our policy and everything, even though Meta allowed it, Shopify didn't have a way of doing it. Um, yeah, they now it's, do. It's definitely getting, I feel like the features are getting more seller friendly, which yes. is yeah. really awesome to see because we're important. The sellers are important too. Oh yeah. Like, like Facebook and Instagram, if they want to have success with this, with shops, they need people who are going to sell their products on it. And so it's um, it's really nice to see them rolling out these more seller centric features and and maybe some people, some early adopters tried it and had some bad experiences with some of these things and they've improved. And if you are one of those people, I would say give it another shot. You know, it's probably come a long way since you tried it. If you were one of the really early adopters, like we know it's come a long way. We did not. It was rocky at times. It like was, there were times yeah. where we were like, is this even worth it? You know, like yeah. we were getting super frustrated. It was causing us a lot more work. And we had to train our virtual assistants on it and our customer service people on it. And we still aren't even having even fully trained them. Um, no, because it keeps changing, but I mean, it keeps changing, but it is getting better. It's usually changing for the better. It's, it's changing for the better at least. So that's good. But anyhow, any, any other features before we wrap things up here? Um, no, no big features there. Um, those, the, that was also giving some recent updates as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that, like, well, dude, that's, that was the final. So the yeah. final thing we were going to talk about, we've talked about everything we've talked about. We haven't features. talked about we, setting it up. Well, um, we, we, but I, I could, I could, I could give you the, the checklist for that, like right in like in a minute is it's, right. it's pretty easy I'm, to set up. I'm timing right now. 60 seconds. Okay. You're at the clock. Go. You just need to complete your shop, <laughs> shop by store. And if you don't have a store, you just go straight into commerce manager. You're going to have to have your uh, Facebook business page and your Instagram account. And then um, I'm going to say Shopify route because th that's the one that we're always training people on. Most people are doing the Shopify route. Um, you're going to want to install the Facebook and Instagram sales channel on your mm -hmm. Shopify store. Once you have your Shopify store set up, so like you got your policies in place, um, like refund policy, all that stuff that makes your Shopify store legit, your, your payment processing with Shopify payments, then you're going to install uh, from the app store, the Facebook, Instagram sales channel, and make sure you don't install the one by, like, make sure you install the one by meta. And like, there's a lot of fake ones out there that, that say by meta developers or by whatever, there, it has to be by meta. And it's the Facebook, yeah. Instagram sales channel. And that's, is that in the Shopify app that's store? That's in the Shopify app store. Okay, but the, okay. the fake ones are in there too. Because that's why so, I'm saying like, yeah. keep an eye out for the fake ones. They're just, I don't know, man, that's so scammy. That is yeah. just so, uh, I don't know, man. It's just so inauthentic and it's shady. I don't, I, yeah. it, I no, wish it's, people it's, weren't allowed to do that. For other things too, you just watch, watch, like always, always check who it's by. 
Yeah. Um, and if it doesn't say by Meta, M-E-T-A, mm -hmm. and it says like Meta developers or Meta associates <laughs> or Meta group, then it's it's not Meta, right? It, right. it has to be by Meta. Then I'm surprised that's allowed. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I've I've had I've had students come and be like, oh, you know, it's not working, um, and it's asking me to pay money. I'm like, it's not. It's what? free. Like it shouldn't yeah, cost yeah. any money. Nothing in there costs money. You're so, like, huh? um, but yeah, and, and I find out it's just a fake app that they that they installed. And uh, it, it, fair enough, you know, like they don't know, and it says meta oh, developers sure. or it's meta whatever. Fault. So yeah, you know, it's it's something that I think Shopify App Store should be working on. Yeah, but, like they should be shutting down these people. Like clearly, they they're ill-intentioned. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. to to like <laughs> extend the minute a little bit longer. Back in the clock. So once you install the 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 Facebook, Instagram, shop sales channel on your Shopify store, then you're gonna go into that sales channel, open it up. You're gonna create your shop. You're just gonna go through the steps that they have there, and then they're gonna make you do the shop verifications, and you'll be doing that over uh, Commerce Manager. And so you'll be finishing the shop verification. That's just to make sure that your your store is legit. Like, so you've got all the documentation. If you're a LLC or whatever, you've got that documentation or it can be found in the in the public records. And then after that, once you do the shop verifications, that's what they call it, but it's really a business verification. Make sure that you exist and that you're actually a real business. Then you're just gonna make sure to set up um, all your settings. So you're gonna set up your processing time, your shipping times, um, you're going to set up your refund policy, what you want that to be. And then you're going to pre-select that, that option to email opt-in for the checkout. And those are the big things, but Boom. That, that's it. That's it's, it's, it's really actually like on a high level, it's pretty simple. People get yeah. caught up sometimes in little minor details. That's why we create like these like full fleshed out tutorials and, right. and courses and stuff. But really it's, it's, it's a simple concept. They, they, Good. they keep it pretty straightforward. As they should, because yeah. a lot of us sales and marketers, we're not technical people. I know yeah. there's some out there, but I don't consider myself technical. And so setting up these things, if they make it complicated, you get so frustrated and sometimes you just give up. You just yeah. get discouraged and you give up. So I'm glad that they made it easy. So guys, this is simple. It is simple. Um, yeah. So we highly encourage you to set it up. So we were gonna end off with recent updates, but we've already talked about them. We've talked so, about the recent updates. And dude, by the time this comes out, there's probably gonna be even more. Like there's, probably. there's always new updates rolling out and you know features are getting outdated or they're changing or they're getting rid of them. There, there's This is just software. This is kind of any program has updates. You think about Instagram, they have algorithm updates all the time. TikTok has algorithm updates all the time. That's why you always have to update the app on the app store. Um, a lot of them, they're making these changes. So the two that we were going to mention, the big, big two right now were that fees are being paused indefinitely. They were supposed to come into effect on June 2023 and Meta changed their mind. Um, they're no longer they got cold feet. Them, yeah. <laughs> as far as we know ever, like indefinitely, like they kept pushing back the date that they were going to charge fees. And I was like, guys, jump on this platform because eventually you're gonna have to pay fees. Take advantage while it's free. It's like a five percent seller's fee. That's like, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And and now it's free indefinitely. So even just jump on, just jump on. Now you don't have to worry about the deadline. But I still encourage you to get on as soon as possible. And then the second thing was that changes coming to the checkout, where you can no longer direct people to complete their purchase on your website. Um, just to sum up those two big changes. But. Whew, Man, dude, yeah. we covered a lot. Like this has been a dense episode. I don't know how else to like put it. It's been really kind of meaty. 
Um, and hopefully people don't feel overwhelmed because we keep, you know, we, I want to keep reiterating that this is actually pretty simple. We're just trying to share with you guys as much information as we can pack into an episode because we want everyone to be successful and we want everyone to have this feature set up and we want to see you guys make sales on it. So I think we're going to end off there, Carlos, unless there's any final words from you. No, no words. Cool. Well, this has been a lot of fun, man. Dude, I am so happy that we had you on. This was the first time. It will most certainly not be the last. I can't wait to have you on. We've already talked about other ideas for future episodes that we're going to have you on. So thank you so much, bro, for being here. And I actually mean bro. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening. You guys are awesome. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us an honest review on whichever platform you are listening from. Or if you are watching this from YouTube, throw us a like, a comment, follow us on YouTube. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much again, and we will see you very soon. Hey.